Welcome. Thank you for stopping by. This is Thursday, August 16th, 2018. Um, I had to restart this over because we had technical difficulties. Sorry about that. But there was a point I made just a little while ago. I don't mind coming to my Twitter page. But what I don't like is people scamming me or doing con artist on me. You waste my time. My time is very valuable. Uh, and when I'm talking to you, I think I'm working towards a relationship in terms of getting to know you as a person or a professional person that I might be able to work with. And every time I hear certain wordage or people come right out, right out and ask for gift cards and money and all this and that, I just, I block you. I don't, I don't mean to do that. I don't have time for it. And what I really, really don't like is you impersonating other people and some of my celebrity friends. And I'm thinking I'm talking to them when in fact, when we get talking farther, I find out by certain wordage and the way that you say it, that you're trying to scam me from money. So please don't do that. Because when you do that, I have to report you. And then I have to block you. And then I delete you. And then I, I mute you so that you can't come back to my account. Okay? It's not fair to me and it's not fair to others. You know? Because people are also, other people that, that really want my help are trying to get through, but here I am doing stuff with you and you're not really valid, you know. Another thing too is I've had a couple women come straight forward after me for a relationship and I'm like, why are you here? Well, I'm trying to get a date. Well, I'm trying to find a husband. Well, Twitter is a place to share. It's not a dating service. I mean, and I, I'm not knocking some of the female friends that I've made on here, okay? Some of us have had some really good uh, talks and chats. I'm talking about the ones that are just coming in and causing chaos, okay? Now that we got that out of the way, um, yesterday was my birthday, so I took the day off. I didn't do a, a podcast. Um, I wanted to spend it part of the day by myself so I could just enjoy myself. On the other half, I got with some friends. We went out and did some race car driving out on a track. And then I went to a couple of concerts, then uh, came back and talked to see to some of you on Twitter, I interacted with some of you on Twitter. Mm. I was trying to find an article here in the art bulletin that I got this month. It's I some pretty good stuff in here. Um, I don't know if some of you are of age, but uh, 
Yeah, yesterday I turned 56. But this month's ARP has got some really good deals on how to cut your food costs, dress for less, find hidden discounts, squeeze your utility bills, vacation on cheapness, and slash your health care. That's a big one for everybody. So anyhow, I'm going to put that to the side. And, uh, there's a couple of articles I've already shared with you in some other episodes, but there's some other stuff that I'd really like to share. But getting back to the last segment, I've always loved music. Okay. Now, on an average day as a teenager, teenager for me, I come home from uh, school, do my chores. Uh, now, if I had work, then I'd go do work and then come back, have supper, and then, excuse me. And then uh, from there, I would uh, turn music on to do arts and crafts. Now, I wasn't in the mood for arts and crafts. I put music in the background. When I would, uh, excuse me, when I would uh, study for my school stuff. And then I learned school that uh, classical music helps me study better so I started doing that and my grades started getting better for some reason I don't know why music has an effect on the brain so well that's part that I wanted to share too um, also too during that time period it was like, uh, well, let's see, preteen? Yeah, I think it was 12 or 13. My big brother from the Big Brother Association, he knew it was heavy into me. So, he used to take me to the hockey arena, the Saginaw Civic Center. Oh, God, I was a diehard Saginaw gear hockey fan. I went to every one of them growing up. They won the Stanley Cup probably about three or four times in my lifetime when I used to go there. Anyhow, uh, Chuck's uh, relative used to play the Reveille up there. Uh, the organ would be up in the center spot, up in the rafters. We'd go up there and a couple of times well, his uh, relative taught me how to, pardon me, we, uh, <clears throat> too much partying from yesterday, um, but he would teach me how to play Reveille, so, uh, or not Reveille, I'm sorry, <laughs> the charge song. say for about three minutes I'd go up there and he goes okay get on there so I get on the keyboard and I would play it and listen to the crowd and then I'd play it again and 
a hockey puck all over the place. So, and then during that time, um, let's see here. My grandmother talked to our church. We went to like three different churches, but they all were predominantly Catholic churches. But I remember at St. Stephen's Church, when I was going there, um, one day my grandmother goes, is it okay if my grandson sits here and plays the introduction music for church? she used to hear me play on the organ. My grandparents had an organ at home. My grandmother goes, oh my god, you're good. So, for I'd say about three or four months, we'd get to church early and I'd start playing church music. You know, it's, it's called, I call it entrance music. And then at times they would have me play uh, when the church would be exiting. I said, well, who was your teacher? And I just go, mm, self-taught. <laughs> and I told them, I, I, I'm just doodling. They're like, oh my God. And I'll never forget one of the church ladies. You know what? I think you're going to grow up and be a very successful musician. I said, yeah, you're probably right. You know, I've gone in that direction, but most of the stuff I do, I do all the audio and visual stuff. Oh God, I love doing that. Excuse me. Oh, that's another thing. I got an email from somebody. Because <laughs> uh, we're starting to get people listening to my podcast a lot more. That's what's pulling people into my Facebook account, my Twitter account. Um... Just to let you know, I've been having allergies. I've been suffering from the fallout, from the ashes, from the fire. So that's why I've been having a lot of breathing problems. <sighs> I apologize. <coughs> I need to get more better sleep at home. Um, so I'm trying to think around that time period, too. Oh, and another thing we used to do. We used to go around Christmas caroling. So, uh, that was another way for me to sing. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to share in the last segment, too. Um, I used to sing in the men's choir. Choral group. And uh, I was pretty... Oh, God, guys, I was like a mid-range soprano. Oh, God, I was really, really good. But now I have this low voice. Ba, 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 boom. <laughs> Prior to that, oh, God, I was in mid-range. Oh, God, I would sing beautiful. I remember in elementary and middle school before my voice changed. My teachers gave me solos because, God, I had a beautiful voice. My mom would clap and go, oh, that's good. 
That's the only time I really got praised for my mom. And the other part she praised me for, I was all around tasked with it. God, yeah. I'm the big stocky guy still. Um, now back in excuse me, elementary school, I started acting then. My brothers were jealous because we got permission from Walt Disney to do Snow White and the Seven Doors. So, uh, excuse me. So, uh, we made these paper mache heads and my two younger brothers were jealous. I went, man, that's cool. I'd put it down and I'd do the dancing, and I would do the singing, and then there were parts when it wasn't a musical, I had to act, and then uh, middle school, I got away from acting somewhat, I was more into music, uh, so my fifth, sixth grade, I was more into music, and then seventh and eighth, as I started I decided to get into acting. Oh, guess what? You guys gotta hear this. I'm like Jim Carrey and a whole lot of other guys. Now, I grew up in a very dysfunctional family and going to drama. I was isolated all the time. So, uh, when I got to school, I loved it because guess what? I craved attention. And the only attention I could really get from my family was negative because... They just did not want me to participate when it was positive. So, in school, I did positive strokes. Oh, God. I used to be the sound effects guy. I was a class clown. I did stupid shit just to get people to laugh so that I could get positive attention and positive strokes. And, God, I paid off. Oh, and another technique going off the beaten path. I used to wear long hair. First I wore it because my family made me feel inadequate. So I used to grow my hair long and hide my face. I would try and not be noticed. But that didn't work. The females would come up and go, Oh, James, how are you doing? They're like, and guess what? The other guys didn't like it because I got attention. These girls would sit there, sit specifically right behind me and start grabbing my long hair and try different braids. I'm like, hmm. That made me come out of my shell. And then, from there, they started painting my fingernails different colors and see what it looked like before it went on their fingers. And one day, one of the girls didn't tell me what she was about to do. She goes, are you ready for a surprise? I'm like, sure. What do you got? What do you got planned? So guess what? She grabs my ear. She puts an ice cube behind her. So what are you up to? Oh, don't worry. It'll look cute on you. I'm like, what will look cute? Next thing I feel, pop, ow. I said, what the hell did you do? Oh, I had to pierce your ear. We're, we're trying different earrings. <laughs> I had to take these different earrings. 
try them on me in the grocery store. Oh, that looks good. A couple of, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say a couple of times. A lot of times they used to take pictures of me. So, the girls accepted me a lot more. The guys were, like, kind of distant. But when I act stupid and crazy, oh, God, that brought everybody in. And it continued when we moved to East Lansing. Well, here's the thing, too. I came from a very rich family. We're talking upper and we're, we're talking about upper middle class and upper class and uh, super rich. I ain't trying to say that I'm special. I'm just letting you know my background. So, a lot of the stuff we had in our house, we had before a lot of other people ever got because of the wealth in our family. But you wouldn't know it because we lived middle class. But what was the point, man? I got sidetracked. So what was I trying to share? Um, oh, I hate that. Don't you hate that? You want to share something on that? As you're trying to explain what you're trying to share, boom, you lose it. So, let's see here. So, So you got a lot of energy and you like to be a jokester and play around. I want you to sign up for my theater class. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I said, do I have to? She goes, yes, because I want you to channel that energy. I'm like, okay. This isn't what I was going to share, but I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. So I get in there. And I remember, well, my, my love is in music. So... I, I never thought I was going to get into acting professionally. <laughs> I just took it as an elective. And then when I liked it, my mom wouldn't let me continue. But anyhow, I remember doing some of the exercises. We had to do mime. And our project for the first week was is we had to mime out what we were trying to do. We were given a project. Okay, I want, she goes, I want you to mine out, and I want you to do everything specific so that people can follow your story of what you're doing as you're mining it out. My classmates were like, huh? What the hell is he doing? Well, I was mining it. I woke up. You could tell I woke up. You could tell I went to the kitchen. You could tell poured coffee and you could tell I ate food while I was minding it. But then I went over to do the dishes and stuff like that. And that's when I lost my my classmates lost me. But my my instructor after I got done she was like, damn you're good. 
she goes, I've never seen, that's the other thing she said, I've never seen anybody so descriptive like you are auditorily when you act. When you act, you elaborate on everything. So if someone was blind just by you talking and doing it, uh, a blind person could follow you in your theater act. And if someone were visually impaired, or no, not visually, but audibly impaired, because you do your movements so gracefully and very specific that that person could follow you, follow you too. So, <laughs> I'll tell you, man, <laughs> that first semester I goofed off quite a bit. And she kept going like this, stop that, focus. But she could tell within the first week, well, this was back in middle school, she goes, oh my God, you're good. She goes, you do tonality really good. You do your facial expressions uh, co coherent or coherent. problems today. You're being, uh, how did she say? You're being congruent to what you're doing. Sorry about all that. <laughs> um, so, it was fascinating. And then I got, then I got involved with some other acting. Just, just yawned again. Um, so I got involved with them, some acting clubs. God, did I find that fun? Because we do monologues. A lot of times it was not rehearsed. Um, the teacher would go, go like this. Okay, this is what I want you to do. It's kind of like what. Uh, Oh, I see his face. Drew Carey did with that one show where he gives them a, a word and then they have to do a dialogue to that. That's what we used to do. That was live. It was not rehearsed. And we had to ad-lib like they do on TV. I think it's back on the CW. I'm trying to remember what the name of the show is. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Um, let's see what else. So when I went in, well, before I went into high school, I was still doing acting. I went up to Canada, like I shared in the last segment. <coughs> uh, I went to Shakespeare Festival and learned about acting there. Um, I'm surprised I recommendation to get into it. 
I guess what? Here's the unique, unique thing. Let's say you get um, nominated towards that or you get a referral or whatever and the committee decides to accept you in. You go there and you stay on campus for two years and guess what? They teach you how to become the best actor or actress. It's phenomenal. And I'm not joking. They pull in experts all over the world and they come in and they have these uh, seminars and workshops and they teach young uh, teenagers on how to act. But it's, I've been away from there now for about 30 years so I don't know. They probably have a whole bunch of other programs there now. Um, So, well, like I said in the last segment, we moved to East Lansing. That's when I really started to get involved with TV and radio. I started back in Saginaw, but it really took off when I got to East Lansing. Yeah. Oh, what I forgot to share in the last segment, I made a statement. instructor didn't know I'd bop in and <laughs> sneak out of some of the class and go to a TV program and uh, learn how to do television and radio. Oh, shoot. I just had another thought come in. <laughs> just went on it. <laughs> so, um, what was the other part I was going to share? Again, set up your own account, and uh, you can ask me questions by sending a voicemail, and I can integrate it into the show and then give you an answer. If I don't know, I'll just say, I don't know, and I'll get back to you as soon as I find out. Um, next month or so, I'm going to start getting some artists to come in, and we're going to do some <coughs> interviews. Still learning about Anchor, and I'm still learning about podcasts, so bear with me. I'm doing the best I can. Um, let's see here. Watch. If I start to sign off here, I'm going to remember something. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to keep it short. We've already gone about 30 minutes in. some more stuff tomorrow so uh, I'm signing off here y'all have a great day and remember to come back remember to share this with your friends and family and that um, like I said 
it's, it's a platform too for you to have me help you. And at the same time, I also want to share some of the stuff that I've done so that that inspires you because some of you are inspiring artists and, and actors and performers and entertainers. So on that note, I thank you. Have a great day. Bye now. Welcome. Thank you for stopping by. This is Thursday, August 16th, 2018. Um, I had to restart this over because we had technical difficulties. Sorry about that. But there was a point I made just a little while ago. I don't mind you coming to my Twitter page. But what I don't like is people scamming me or doing con artist on me. You waste my time. My time is very valuable. Uh, and when I'm talking to you, I think I'm working towards a relationship in terms of getting to know you as a person or a professional person that I might be able to work with. And every time I hear certain wordage or people come right out, right out and ask for gift cards and money and all this and that I just I block you I don't I don't mean to do that I don't have time for it and what I really really don't like is you impersonating other people and some of my celebrity friends and I'm thinking I'm talking to them when in fact when we get talking farther I find out by certain wordage and the way that you say it that you're trying to scam me for money so Please don't do that, because when you do that, I have to report you, and then I have to block you, and then I delete you, and then I, I mute you so that you can't come back to my account, okay? It's not fair to me, and it's not fair to others, you know, because people are also, other people that, that really want my help trying to get through but here I am doing stuff with you and you're not really valid you know another thing too is I've had a couple of women come straight forward after me for a relationship and I'm like why are you here well I'm trying to get a date well I'm trying to find a husband well Twitter is a place to share. It's not a dating service. I mean, and I, I'm not knocking some of the female friends that I've made on here, okay? Some of us have had some really good uh, talks and chats. I'm talking about the ones that are just coming in and causing chaos, okay? Whew, now that we got that out of the way, um, yesterday was my birthday, so I took the day off, I didn't do a, a podcast, um, I wanted to spend a part of the day by myself so I could just enjoy myself, on the other half I got with some friends, we went out and did some race car driving out on a track, and then I went to a couple of concerts, and, uh, 
came back and talked to see to some of you on Twitter, interacted with some of you on Twitter. I was trying to find an article here in the art bulletin that I got this month. It's some pretty good stuff in here. Um, I don't know if some of you are of age, but uh, yeah, yesterday I turned 56. But this month's art has got some really good deals on how to cut your food costs, dress for less, find hidden discounts, squeeze your utility bills, vacation on cheapness, and slash your health care. That's a big one for everybody. So anyhow, let me put that to the side. To, there's a couple articles I've already shared with you in some other episodes, but there's some other stuff that I'd really like to share. But getting back to the last segment, I've always loved music. Okay. Now, on an average day as a teenager, teenager for me, I'd come home from uh, school, do my chores. Uh, now, if I had work, then I'd go do work and then come back, have supper, and then, excuse me. And then uh, from there, I would uh, turn music on to do arts and crafts. Now, I wasn't in the mood for arts and crafts. I put music in the background. When I would, uh, excuse me, when I would uh, study for my school stuff. And then I learned school that uh, classical music helps me study better so I started doing that and my grades started getting better for some reason I don't know why music has an effect on the brain so well that's part that I wanted to share too um, also too during that time period it was like, uh, well, let's see, preteen? Eh, I think it was 12 or 13. My big brother from the Big Brother Association, he knew I was heavy into music. So, he used to take me to the hockey arena, Saginaw Civic Center. Oh, God, I was a diehard Saginaw gear hockey fan. I went to every one of them growing up. They won the Stanley Cup probably about three or four times in my lifetime when I used to go there. Anyhow, uh, Chuck's uh, relative used to play the Reveille up there. Uh, the organ would be up in the center spot, up in the rafters. We'd go up there and a couple of times well, his uh, relative taught me how to, pardon me, let me, uh, <clears throat> too much partying from yesterday, um, but he would teach me how to play Reveille, so, um, 
or not rubble, rubble, I'm sorry, the charge song, jazz, I can't believe I've been saying rubble, you know the charge song, da, 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 da. you get the crowd going, so, uh, let's say for about three minutes, I'd go up there, and he goes, okay, get on there, so I get on the keyboard, and I would play it, and listen to the crowd, and then I'd play it again, and I'd just get in tandem with the crowd, and all of a sudden you hear them going, yeah, and get the players amped up to hit the hockey puck all over the place, so, and then during that time, um, my grandmother talked to our church we went to like three different churches but they all were predominantly Catholic churches but I remember at St. Stephen's Church when I was going there um, one day my grandmother goes is it okay if my grandson sits here and plays the introduction music for church she used to hear me play on the organ. My grandparents had an organ at home. My grandmother goes, oh my God, you're good. So, for, I'd say about three or four months, we'd get to church early and I'd start playing church music. You know, it's, it's called, I call it entrance music. And then at times, they would have me play uh, when the church would be exiting. Give me a hug and a kiss and go, man, you're good. I said, well, who was your teacher? And they would just go, mm, self-taught. <laughs> and I told them, I, I, I would just doodle. They're like, oh, my God. And I'll never forget one of the church ladies. You know what? I think you're going to grow up and be a very successful musician. I said, yeah, you're probably right. Gone in that direction, but most of the stuff I do, I do all the audio and visual stuff. Oh God, I love doing that. Excuse me. Oh, that's another thing. I got an email from somebody because <laughs> uh, we're starting to get people listening to my podcast a lot more. That's what pulling people into my Facebook account. Twitter account. Um, just to let you know, I've been having allergies. I've been suffering from the fallout, from the ashes, from the fire. So that's why I've been having a lot of breathing problems. Excuse <sighs> I apologize. <coughs> Oh, and another thing we used to do, we used to go around Christmas caroling. So, uh, that was another way for me to sing. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to share in the last segment, too. Um, I used to sing in the men's choir. I was pretty, oh God, guys, I was good at it. 
just changed. I was like a mid-range soprano. Oh God, I was really, really good. But now I have this low voice. Ba 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 boom. teachers gave me solos because god i had a beautiful voice my mom would clap and go oh that's good that's the only time i really got pro praised for my mom and the other part she praised me for i was all around tasking god yeah i'm the big stocky guy still um now back in excuse me, elementary school, I started acting then. My brothers were jealous because we got permission from Walt Disney to do Snow White and the Seven Doors. So, uh, excuse me. So, uh, we made these paper mache heads and my two younger brothers were jealous. I'm like, man, that's cool. I'd put it down and I'd do the dancing and I would do the singing and then there were parts when it wasn't a musical I had to act and then uh, middle school I got away from acting somewhat I was more into music uh, so my fifth sixth grade I was more into music and seventh and eighth as I started I decided to get into acting. Oh, guess what? You guys gotta hear this. I'm like Jim Carrey and a whole lot of other guys. Now, I grew up in a very dysfunctional family and going to drama. I was isolated all the time. So, uh, when I got to school, I loved it because guess what? I craved attention. And the only attention I could really get from my family was negative because. They just did not want me to participate when it was positive. So, in school, I did positive strokes. Oh, God. I used to be the sound effects guy. I was a class clown. I did stupid shit just to get people to laugh so that I could get positive attention and positive strokes. And, God, it paid off. Oh, and another technique going off the beaten path. I used to wear long hair. First it wore because my family made me feel inadequate. So I used to grow my hair long and hide my face. I would try and not be noticed. But that didn't work. The females would come up and go, Oh, James, how are you doing? They're like, and guess what? The other guys didn't like it because I got attention. These girls would sit there, sit specifically right behind me and start grabbing my long hair <laughs> try different braids. I'm like, hmm. That made me come out of my shell. And then, from there, they just started painting my fingernails different colors and you see what it looked like before it went on their fingers. And one day, one of the girls didn't tell me what 
that she was about to do. She goes, are you ready for a surprise? I'm like, sure. What do you got? What do you got planned? So guess what? She grabs my ear. She puts an ice cube behind us. What are you up to? Oh, don't worry. It'll look cute on you. I'm like, what will look cute? Next thing I feel, pop, ow. I said, what the hell did you do? Oh, I had to pierce your ear. We're, we're trying different earrings. <laughs> Take these different earrings and try them on me and the girls. And go, oh, that looks good. A couple of, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say a couple of times. A lot of times they used to take pictures of me. So the girls accepted me a lot more. The guys were like kind of distant. But when I act stupid and crazy, oh God, that brought everybody in. And it continued when we moved to East Lansing. Well, here's the thing, too. I came from a very rich family. We're talking upper and we're, we're talking about upper middle class and upper class and uh, super rich. Trying to say that I'm special. I'm just letting you know my background. So, a lot of the stuff we had in our house, we had before a lot of other people ever got because of the wealth in our family. But you wouldn't know it because we lived middle class. But what was the point, man? I got sidetracked. share something on them. As you're trying to explain what you're trying to share, boom, you lose it. So, let's see here. So, to hang out with a lot of people and uh, that's how I got into acting too was being a class clown because <laughs> my middle school teacher goes I see you got a lot of energy and you like to be a jokester and play around I want you to sign up for my theater class I'm like oh god do I have to? She goes, yes, because I want you to channel that energy. I'm like, okay. This isn't what I was going to share, but I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. So I get in there, and I remember, well, my, my love is in music. So I, I never thought I was going to get into acting professionally. <laughs> I just took it as an elective. And then when I liked it, my mom wouldn't let me continue. But anyhow, I remember doing some of the exercises. We had to do mime. And our project for the first week was we had to mime out what we were trying to do. We were given a project. Okay, I want, she goes, I want you to mime out. And I want you to do 
everything specific so that people can follow your story of what you're doing as you're mining it out. My classmates were like, huh? What the hell is he doing? Well, I was mining it. I woke up. You could tell I woke up. You could tell I went to the kitchen. You could tell I poured coffee in. You could tell I ate food while I was mining it. But then I went over to do the dishes and stuff like that. And that's when I lost my my classmates lost me, but my, my instructor, after I got done, she goes, damn, you're good. She goes, I've never seen, that's the other thing she said, I've never seen anybody so descriptive like you are auditorily when you act. When you act, you elaborate on everything. So if someone was blind just by you, talking and doing it, uh, a blind person could follow you in your theater act. And if someone were visually impaired, or, no, not visually, but audibly impaired, because you do your movements so gracefully and very specific that that person could follow you, follow you too. So... <laughs> First semester, I goofed off quite a bit, and she kept going like this, stop that, focus. But she could tell within the first week, well, this was back in middle school, she goes, oh my God, you're good. She goes, you do tonality really good, you do your facial expressions uh, co coherent to problems today. You're being, uh, how did she say? You're being congruent to what you're doing. Sorry about all that. <laughs> um, so, it was fascinating. And then I got, then I got involved with uh, some other Just, just yawned again. Um, so I got involved with them, some acting clubs. God, did I find that fun? Because we do monologues. A lot of times it was not rehearsed. Um, the teacher would go, go like this. Okay, this is what I want you to do. It's kind of like what. Um, Oh, I see his face. Drew Carey did it with that one show where he gives them a, a word and then they have to do a dialogue to that. That's what we used to do. It was live. It was not rehearsed. And we had to ad lib like they do on TV. I think it's back on the CW. I don't remember what the name of the show is. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Um, let's see what else. So when I went in, well, before I went into high school, I was still doing acting. I went up to Canada, like I shared in the last segment. <coughs> uh, I went to Shakespeare Festival, or 
think you have to get a teacher recommendation to get into it. But guess what? Here's the unique, unique thing. Let's say you get um, <laughs> nominated towards that or get a referral or whatever and the committee decides to accept you in. You go there and you stay on campus for two years and guess what? They teach you how to become the best actor or actress. It's phenomenal. And I'm not joking. They pull in experts all over the world and they come in and they have these uh, seminars and workshops and they teach young uh, teenagers on how to act. But it's, I've been away from there now for about 30 years so I don't know. They probably have a whole bunch of other programs there now. Um, can't think what else I could share with you. So, well, like I said in the last segment, we moved to East Lansing. That's when I really started to get involved with TV and radio. When I started back in Saginaw, but it really took off when I got to East Lansing. Yeah. Oh, what I forgot to share in the last segment, I made a statement. Station. The instructor didn't know I'd bop in, <laughs> sneak out of some of my other classes, go to a TV program, and uh, learn how to do television and radio. Oh, shoot, I just had another thought come in. <laughs> just went on it. <laughs> so, um, what was the other part I was going to share? Again, set your own account, and uh, you can ask me questions by sending a voicemail, and I can integrate it into the show and then give you an answer. If I don't know, I'll just say I don't know, and I'll get back to you as soon as I find out. Um, next month or so, I'm going to start getting some artists coming in. I'm going to do some <coughs> interviews. Still learning about Anchor, and I'm still learning about podcasts, so bear with me. I'm doing the best I can. Um, let's see here. Watch. If I start to sign off here, I'm going to remember something. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to keep it short. I've already gone about 30 minutes in. some more stuff tomorrow so uh, I'm signing off here y'all have a great day and remember to come back remember to share the
Christmas with your friends and family in it. Um, like I said, it's, it's a platform too for you to have me help you. But at the same time, I also want to share some of the stuff that I've done so that that inspires you because some of you are inspiring artists and, and actors and performers and entertainers so uh, on that note I thank you have a great day bye now welcome thank you for stopping by this is Thursday August 16th 2018 um start this over because we had technical difficulties. Sorry about that. But there was a point I made just a little while ago. I don't mind you coming to my Twitter page, but what I don't like is people scamming me or doing con artist on me. You waste my time. My time is very valuable. Uh, and when I'm talking to you, I think I'm working towards a relationship in terms of getting to know you as a person or a professional person that I might be able to work with. And every time I hear certain wordage or people come right out, right out and ask for gift cards and money and all this and that, I just, I block you. I don't, I don't mean to do that. I don't have time for it. And what I really, really don't like is you impersonating other people and some of my celebrity friends. And I'm thinking I'm talking to them when in fact, when we get talking farther, I find out by certain wordage and the way that you say it, that you're trying to scam me for money. So please don't do that. Because when you do that, I have to report you. I have to block you and then I delete you and then I, I mute you so that you can't come back to my account, okay? It's not fair to me and it's not fair to others, you know, because people are also, other people that, that really want my help are trying to get through, but here I am doing stuff with you and you're not really valid. Another thing, too, is I've had a couple women come straight forward after me for a relationship. And I'm like, why are you here? Well, I'm trying to get a date. Well, I'm trying to find a husband. Well, Twitter is a place to share. It's not a dating service. I mean, and I, I'm not knocking some of the female friends that I've made on here, okay? Some of us have had some really good uh, talks and chats. I'm talking about the ones that are just coming in and causing chaos. Okay. Whew. Now that we got that out of the way. Um, yesterday was my birthday. So I took the day off. I didn't do a, a podcast. Um, I wanted to spend it part of the day by myself so I can just enjoy myself. On the other half, I got with some friends. We went out and did some race car driving. 
out on a track and then I went to a couple of concerts and uh, came back and talked to see to some of you on Twitter, interacted with some of you on Twitter. I was trying to find an article here in the art bulletin that I got this month. It's some pretty good stuff in here. Um, I don't know if some of you are of age, but uh, yeah, yesterday I turned 56. But this month's art has got some really good deals on how to cut your food costs, dress for less, find hidden discounts, squeeze your utility bills, vacation on cheapness, and slash your health care. That's a big one for everybody. So anyhow, I'm going to put that to the side. But, uh, there's a couple of articles I've already shared with you in some other episodes, but there's some other stuff that I'd really like to share. But getting back to the last segment, I've always loved music. Okay. Now, on an average day as a teenager, teenager for me, I come home from uh, school, do my chores. Uh, now, if I had work, then I'd go do work and then come back, have supper, and then, excuse me. And then uh, from there, I would uh, turn music on to do arts and crafts. Now, I wasn't in the mood for arts and crafts. I put music in the background. When I would, uh, excuse me, when I would uh, study for my school stuff. And then I learned school that uh, classical music helps me study better so I started doing that and my grades started getting better for some reason I don't know why music has an effect on the brain so uh, that's part that I wanted to share too um, also too during that time period it was like, uh, well, let's see, preteen? Eh, I think it was 12 or 13. My big brother from the Big Brother Association, he knew I was heavy into music. So, he used to take me to the hockey arena, the Saginaw Civic Center. Oh, God, I was a diehard Saginaw gear hockey fan. I went to every one of them growing up. They won the Stanley Cup probably about three or four times in my lifetime when I used to go there. Anyhow, uh, Chuck's uh, relative used to play the Reveille up there. Uh, the organ would be up in the center spot, up in the rafters. We'd go up there and a couple of times well, his uh, relative taught me how to, pardon me, we, uh, <clears throat> too much partying from yesterday. Um, 
teach me how to play Reveille. So, um, or not Reveille, I'm sorry. The Charge song. Jeez, I can't believe I've been saying Reveille. You know the Charge song. Da, 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 da. You get the crowd going. So, uh, let's say for about three moves, I'd go up there and he goes, okay, get on there. So I get on the keyboard and I would play it and listen to the crowd and then I play it again and I just get in tandem with the crowd and all of a sudden you hear them going yeah and get the players amped up to hit the hockey puck all over the place so and then during that time um My grandmother talked to our church. We went to like three different churches, but they all were predominantly Catholic churches. But I remember at St. Stephen's Church, when I was going there, um, one day my grandmother goes, is it okay if my grandson sits here and plays the introduction music for church? Because she used to hear me play on the organ my grandparents had an organ at home. My grandmother goes, oh my God, you're good. So, for, I'd say about three or four months, we'd get to church early and I'd start playing church music. You know, it's, it's called, I call it entrance music. And then at times, they would have me play uh, when the church would be exiting. and they kiss and go, man, you're good. I said, well, who was your teacher? And they just go, mm, self-taught. <laughs> and I told them, I, I'm just doodling. They're like, oh my God. And I'll never forget one of the church ladies. You know what? I think you're going to grow up and be a very successful musician. I said, yeah, you're probably right. I've gone in that direction, but most of the stuff I do, I do all the audio and visual stuff. Oh, God, I love doing that. Excuse me. Oh, that's another thing. I got an email from somebody. Because <laughs> uh, we're starting to get people listening to my podcast a lot more. That's what's pulling people into my Facebook account. Twitter account. Um, just to let you know, I've been having allergies. I've been suffering from the fallout from the ashes from the fire, and so that's why I've been having a lot of breathing problems. <sighs> I apologize. <coughs> Oh, and another thing we used to do, we used to go around Christmas caroling. So, uh, that was another way for me to sing. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to share in the last segment, too. Um, I used to sing in the men's choir. Oh, choral group. 
was pretty, oh god, guys, I was good at that, until my voice changed, I was like a mid-range soprano, oh god, I was really, really good, but now I have this low voice, ba 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 teachers gave me solos because god i had a beautiful voice my mom would clap and go oh that's good that's the only time i really got praised from my mom and the other part she praised me for i was all around task leader god yeah i'm the big stocky guy still um now back in uh excuse me elementary school i started acting were jealous because we got permission from Walt Disney to do Snow White and the Seven Doors. So, uh, ski. So, uh, we made these paper mache heads, and my two younger brothers were jealous. I'm like, man, that's cool. I'd put it on, and I'd do the dancing, and I'd do the singing, and then. There were parts when it wasn't a musical, I had to act. And then uh, middle school, I got away from acting somewhat. I was more into music. Uh, so my fifth, sixth grade, I was more into music. And then seventh and eighth, as I started maturing, I decided to get into acting. Oh, guess what? I'm like Jim Carrey and a whole lot of other guys. Now, I grew up in a very dysfunctional family and going to drama. I was isolated all the time. So, uh, when I got to school, I loved it because guess what? I craved attention. And the only attention I could really get from my family was negative because they just did not want me to participate when it was positive. So, school, I did positive strokes. Oh, God. I used to be the sound effects guy. I was a class clown. I did stupid shit just to get people to laugh so that I could get positive attention and positive strokes. And God, it paid off. Oh, and another technique. <laughs> Going off the beaten path. I used to wear long hair. First, it wore up my family made me feel inadequate, so I used to grow my hair long and hide my face. I would try and not be noticed, but that didn't work. The females come up and go, oh, James, how are you doing? They're like, and guess what? The, guy, the other guys didn't like it because I got attention. These girls would sit there, sit specifically right behind me and start grabbing my long hair <laughs> try different braids I'm like hmm that made me come out of my shell and then from there they started 
paint my fingernails different colors and see what it looked like before it was in their fingers. And one day, one of the girls didn't tell me what she was about to do. She goes, are you ready for a surprise? I'm like, sure. What do you got? What do you got planned? So guess what? She grabs my ear. She puts an ice cube behind her. So what are you up to? Oh, don't worry. It'll look cute on you. I'm like, what will look cute? Next thing I feel, pop, ow. I said, what the hell did you do? Oh, I had to pierce your ear. We're, we're trying different earrings. <laughs> Take these different earrings and try them on me and the girls. And go, oh, that looks good. A couple of, well, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say a couple of times, a lot of times they used to take pictures of me. So, the girls accepted me a lot more. The guys were like kind of distant. But when I act stupid and crazy, oh God, that brought everybody in. And it continued when we moved to East Lansing. Well, here's the thing too. I came from a very rich family. We're talking upper stuff we had in our house we had before a lot of other people ever got because of the wealth in our family but you wouldn't know it because we lived middle class but what was the point man I got sidetracked so what was I trying to share um oh I hate that don't you hate that you want to share something and then as you're trying to explain what you're trying to share boom you to hang out with a lot of people and uh, that's how I got into acting too was being a class clown because <laughs> my middle school teacher goes I see you got a lot of energy and you like to be a jokester and play around I want you to sign up for my theater class I'm like oh god do I have to? She goes, yes, because I want you to channel that energy. I'm like, okay. This isn't what I was going to share, but I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. So I get in there, and I remember, well, my, my love is in music. So I, I never thought I was going to get into acting professionally. <laughs> I just took it as an elective. And then when I liked it, my mom wouldn't let me continue. But anyhow, I remember doing some of the exercises. We had to do mime. And our project for the first week was is we had to mime out what we were trying to do. 
we were given a project. Okay, I want, she goes, I want you to mine out and I want you to do everything specific so that people can follow your story of what you're doing as you're mining it out. My classmates were like, huh? What the hell is he doing? Well, I was mining it. I woke up. You could tell I woke up. You could tell I went to the kitchen. You could tell I poured coffee in. You could tell I ate food while I was mining it. But then I went over to do the dishes and stuff like that. And that's when I lost my my classmates lost me, but my, my instructor, after I got done, she goes, damn, you're good. She goes, I've never seen, that's the other thing she said, I've never seen anybody so descriptive like you are auditorily when you act. When you act, you elaborate on everything. So if someone was blind just by you, talking and doing it, uh, a blind person could follow you in your theater act. And if someone were visually impaired, or, no, not visually, but autoimmune impaired, because you do your movements so gracefully and very specific that that person could follow you, follow you too. So... <laughs> semester I goofed off quite a bit and she kept going like this stop that focus but she could tell within the first week when this was back in middle school she goes oh my god you're good she goes you do tonality really good you do your facial expressions Just, just yawned again. Um, so I got involved with them, some acting clubs. God, did I find that fun? Because we do monologues. A lot of times it was not rehearsed. Um, the teacher would go, go like this. Okay, this is what I want you to do. It's kind of like what. Uh, Oh, I see his face. Drew Carey did with that one show where he gives them a, a word and then they have to do a dialogue to that. That's what we used to do. That was live. It was not rehearsed. And we had to ad lib like they do on TV. I think it's back on the CW. I don't remember what the name of the show is. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Um, let's see what else. So when I went in, well, before I went into high school, I was still doing acting. We went up to Canada, like 
get shared in the last segment. <coughs> uh, I went to Shakespeare Festival and learned about acting there. Um, I'm surprised I didn't get involved with that when I was at Interlocking. Uh, my mom felt that was best suited for say you get um, nominated towards that or you get a referral or whatever and the committee decides to accept you in, you go there and you stay on campus for two years and guess what? They teach you how to become the best actor or actress. It's phenomenal. And I'm not joking. They pull in experts all over the world seminars and workshops and they teach young uh, teenagers on how to act but it's I've been away from there now for about 30 years so I don't know they probably have a whole bunch of other programs there now um, can't think what else I can share with you so well, like I said in the last segment moved to East Lansing, that's when I really started to get involved with TV and radio. I started back in Saginaw, but it really took off when I got to East Lansing. Yeah. Oh, and what I forgot to share in the last segment, I made a statement that I worked at the TV station. The instructor didn't know. I bopped in. <laughs> sneak out of some way of the class and go to a TV program and uh, learn how to do television and radio. Oh, shoot. I just had another thought come in. <laughs> just went on it. <laughs> so, um, what was the other part I was going to share? another thing uh, someone brought to my attention. Yes, feel free to leave a, a message at Anchor and just log in, set up your own account, and uh, you can ask me questions by sending a voicemail and I can integrate it into the show and then give you an answer. If I don't no, I'll just say, I don't know. And I'll get back to you as soon as I find out. Um, next month or so, I'm going to start getting some artists to come in. I'm going to do some <coughs> interviewing. I'm still learning about Anchor, and I'm 
still learning about podcasts, so bear with me. I'm doing the best I can. Um, let's see here. Watch. If I start to sign off here, I'm going to remember something. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to keep it short. I've already gone about 30 minutes in. Um, I'll come back with some more stuff tomorrow. So uh, I'm signing off here. Y'all have a great day. And remember to come back. Remember to share this with your friends and family. Man. Um, like you said, it's, it's a platform too for you. To have me help you but at the same time I also want to share some of the stuff that I've done so that that inspires you because some of you are inspiring artists and, and actors and performers and entertainers so on that note I thank you have a great day bye now Please welcome many of our new audience members. We now broadcast live on Monday through Friday. Sometimes we have weekend editions and sometimes we have nighttime editions. The James Louie Show is now live on Apple HomePod and is now live on Google Home when we broadcast on Anchor. I want to thank the listeners for supporting our podcast broadcast on Anchor, Google, and many fine podcast platforms. That's what keeps our podcast on the air is by supporters just like you. Because without your support, we wouldn't be able to keep this podcast show going. So again please click the listener support button below now to keep us going. And again, thank you for your continued support. Have an awesome day. Thank you.